everybody. How's it going? We are here uh, in my basement uh, where I live. And we're going to do another little podcast. There's a lot of noise around me. There's a lot of noise around me. <clears throat> so bear with me. Once again, I'm using my AirPods. So I hope that it doesn't pick up a lot of the audio around me. Hoping it kind of blocks it out. Please don't hear that. To whoever listened to my podcast, the first episode, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. It means a lot to see that, like, my podcast is on Spotify. <coughs> to see that is just mind-blowing, honestly. It really is. So, honestly, for today's topic, we're talking about work. Um, and the reason why I want to talk about work because uh, I was streaming on Twitch yesterday and um, an old coworker came to my chat and he was just talking about some of the things going on at my old job and he just kind of brought back like that memories of, the memories of basically like some of the good times but mostly the bad stuff there and how it's ran and now I'm not going to say the company name or how it used to work for, that would be excluded. But the company I used to work for was very bad. Uh, you you could work there for a decent time. It's a good little startup, but it's not a place you wanna you wanna try to have a career in a career a career in. It's not. Um, you know they they have horrible management. They they hire a lot of lazy workers. They also admire a lot of lazy workers and anyone that works hard and not to my own horn, but I was one of the harder workers and I never got acknowledged and I didn't want acknowledgement. I just wanted a, the sense, so to speak. Right? Like, like, and so when it comes to that job, like I said, there's lazy workers that always got valued over anyone that worked hard. Uh-huh. I've been a podcast episode. That was my wife. Um, yeah, so they, they valued lazy workers all the time. And there was a lot, everyone that worked there, you know, especially the ones that worked hard, they seen it. They they were aware of it. They knew who the lazy, the lazy workers were. And they still got acknowledged. They got away with a lot of things. And I, like I said, I won't speak uh, other names personally but we'll give them we'll give them fake names so there's this guy named uh, we'll, we'll name him uh, Jeremy right the name was Jeremy and the guy would come in late when I kind of like whenever he wanted and I'm gonna crack my little energy and go for right now so you guys hear this in the background sorry I'm drinking right now a Celsius lit life. Is it life it or lift it? It's sparkling water by all oh, this sparkling. Oh crap. I mean, I like this. Oh no, I hate sparkling water. This might not taste good at all. Oh crap, here we go. Taste test. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God that actually tastes 
pretty good. Um, yeah, so Jeremy would come in when it, kind of whenever he wanted, and uh, he had one responsibility, right? And he had one responsibility, and that was it. It was very easily manageable for one person. And if you had two people, oh man, you should knock out the park. But he kind of just was satisfied with very uh, simple work. So he could do a certain amount and then he could be content with it. Right? And he, that, that was uh, never a problem. But when it came to me and doing my job where I worked in my department, busting my ass, you know, making sure everything's clean, organized, and just doing my best to keep everything in check. And if I stood around for like five minutes or whatever, because I'm all caught up, there's nothing to do, I get in trouble for it. But yet, Jeremy, who constantly needs to catch up because of how lazy he is, will just walk around, sit, and just talk away with others. Meanwhile, all his his department would get his game backed up. And the bosses were very well aware of this. And yet they still still wouldn't give him crap for it. No, they didn't care. But when it came to me, every little thing that I didn't do, even, even if I had my job down to a T, they're like, oh, well, you could be doing this now. You could be doing that. And it's like, well, at what point do you just say that's enough, right? And so, so for a while, I was like, all right, whatever, you know, you're right, I can do more. Even though I was already honestly busting my ass doing so much more. And it just goes to show you how they work with management. And now, it, it was just my plan, man. Like I said, it's not a company you want to get stuck there for years and try to have a career out of. And um, it, it's, a, it's just a horrible, horrible place. Now, the company itself, I'm not going to speak on the company itself, but the people that ran part of the company where I worked, that management, that whole little kind of situation, that was bad. The way that was run by the people, that was bad. You know, we had a boss who played favoritism. You know what I mean? He hired, he, he moved up two young guys with little to no experience to management positions. To management positions. And that brings it back to kiss-ass, brown-nosers of the companies. Every company, <coughs> everyone has one. Everyone has that one specific person or few or whatever or so you ever take that will kiss-ass to move their way up. And me per- now, me personally, I would never do that. I would never kiss-ass. I just, I can't do that. That's not me. I'm going to bust my ass, work hard, and do my job the best I can to my abilities, which I always did, despite some days where I was lazy. I'll be honest. I was lazy at times. I wasn't always going 100%. But majority of the time out of the week, you were going to get the best out of me. But, you know, the guy moved up to certain people. And like I said, we're not bringing up names. We'll give them fake names. Uh, Purex and Pampers. They moved up Purex and Pampers management positions with no experience and it showed it showed and the reason why I know that because one of them was actually actually they're both good friends they're both good friends and I wish them nothing but the best going forward 
I hope that they are able to succeed in that position and grow and learn, right, from their mistakes. But they easily could have went outside of the company and actually found the right guys for the job. There was a lot of things lacking in different areas because it, was being, it wasn't being acknowledged. It wasn't being handled the way it should be handled. And that goes to the inexperience of the two young guys who are honestly basically kids. They're honestly kids. You know, my friend who became a supervisor at Pure X, um, he didn't like something that we had discussed. We discussed something about the job and what I could be doing and everything and like acknowledge the product and stuff like this is what they want to see, this is what they want you to do. And you know, I did some of it and I stopped, right? And I wasn't always doing everything they wanted me to do every single time. So I guess he got in his feelings about it. And so my supervisor, and I'm air quoting here, you guys can't see it, I'm air quoting. My supervisor stopped talking to me as an employee for a whole week because he was upset with me. That example alone should show you how young and immature that is to handle a situation like that. Because in my mind, if you want to be mad at me or not, if you take the friendship away as a supervisor and me being an employee, you need to acknowledge me if, if need be for anything. Whether there's changes being made or something needs to be handled, I need to be in the loops so I know what's happening. But no, he didn't do that. Until one day I confronted him about it. And I'm like, look, dude, and this is me approaching Purex because there was stuff happening in my department and I had no idea why it was happening. I had no clue. Like I said, I wasn't in the loop, so I had nothing. Else. I had no clue whatsoever about what was happening. So I approached him. I'm like, look, Purex, I'm like, I don't know why it is you're not talking to me for, but put your friends, put this friendship aside and be a supervisor and acknowledge it and know that I need to know what's going on because I have no clue. I'm like, this shit happening that I have no control over because I was never told. I'm like, so you can be mad at me all you want. You don't have to talk to me no more. It doesn't matter. But for my department, I need to know what's up so I can handle it the best I can. Right? And I said more, uh, you know, I'm just kind of giving you guys a simple breakdown. And um, <clears throat> went forward and like a few days later, he, he, he apologized on how he handled the situation. Right? Now, you know, it's just, there's so much I can speak on about this company. Um, and for the company, we'll, we'll call it a <coughs> shithole. We'll call it a shithole. The only thing that I miss about that place were certain friendships. Certain friendships, and that was it, you know. But I moved on for the better. And, uh, you know, like I said, the shithole, it's a good starting job. It's a good place to... to you know, get experience, to get decent pay, especially for that area where I used to live. It's probably the best job you'll find up there. And, uh, you know, but it's not a long-time, long-term career thing. You know, it's a check-to-check kind of thing. And you're really not going to move up. And the raises were a joke. 
you know, they gave evaluation. And obviously I can't speak on everyone's evaluation, but I can't imagine like what some of the other guys were told and how they went about their raises. And even if they said what they're gonna get possibly, I don't believe that they would actually pull that through. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's just some of the things about that place, shithole. And then just in life in general, when it comes to work, we're all gonna work. We're all gonna work to, to our mid-50s, I believe. I don't know when retirement is. I believe it's 55. Or could have been moved up, I'm not sure. But we're all gonna work to retirement. And that blows my mind sometimes because you work all your life, you know, and and pray to God that you you know you get a long fulfilling life, fulfilling life, and you could live out to your seventy, you know, eighty. And, you know, you 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 retire at some point, right? So you work certain retirement money towards the end of your days as far as work goes, and then you enjoy the next ten to fifteen years, roughly off of that retirement money, right? And that, and that, and so that speaks volume because that means you want to be in a place of work where you got, you can enjoy yourself. You know, even though you're working, it doesn't mean you can't have a good time. It doesn't mean that you can't have laughs and, and fun conversations with your, with your fellow uh, workers, right? Because why work when you have to work all your life and be miserable? There's no point to it. Like, why am I going to work for... Like, I'm 28 right now. So, really, realistically speaking, I got, like, another... You know, 27 years, 28 years of work. Maybe even 30. Right? Let's just run it off to, to 30 years. That's a long time, man. That's three decades of working. So, why not enjoy it? Right? You... And, and not everyone in life is going to do what they want to do as far as work goes. Sometimes you get a shit job, man. We've all had them. I've had a, a shit job. I just told you guys about it. And that's like, that's like the icebreaker on that. You know, but I don't want to go too into it and get too crazy on that, that one particular place. Um, you know, you got to enjoy what you do at the end of the day. Now... Obviously, there's people that make sacrifices and they'll do the job no matter what. I used to have a construction job that paid amazing. It paid fucking amazing. And I'm making great fucking money. But I wasn't the happiest. I wasn't the happiest. But I kept my mouth shut and I did what I had to do because it brought money for my wife and for my daughter. Right? It was better for us. So I said, net up or shut up, right? And so that's what I did. You know, evidently that it ended. They released all construction workers. Um, they went a different route for that company. And so it didn't work out. But would I, would I still be doing that job today if, if things would continue the way they were? Yeah, I would. Because I was making the money that I would be able to provide for my wife and my daughter to eventually get a house. That's how good the money was. We were on the verge of getting the house until it got shut down. So I still be doing that today, but you know, God works in funny ways and uh, maybe I wasn't meant to, to stay there for that long period of time. 
right? And that's just, that's how life is at times. You, things occur in life, and you question it sometimes, like, man, in the moment, you're like, damn, this sucks, like, what the hell, what do I do now? And then, you know, fast forward a little down the road, something, an opportunity comes up, and then you think back, like, man, that, this had to, that had to happen for a reason. Like, God must have been looking out for me. And that's how I think, man. Everything that's led me to my move out of Kelly, I look back at it now and think, like, man, I think this was God's way of kind of, like, giving me the next opportunity in life to succeed. <coughs> and honestly, it's been nothing but beautiful, and I have no regrets to where I live now. Um, and I, I found a, a great job, man. I found a great job that I thoroughly enjoy. I got great, great workers, people that I work with. I got great people that I work with. So it's never like miserable there. And it's just always a good time to have cool conversations, get the job done at the same time, and just move on about my day and continue the next until it's the weekend and repeat the process all over again. You know, I've been lucky enough to have jobs where it is a Monday to Friday, which is what I prefer. When I first started working, uh, you know, I worked at Walmart. And uh, I think I worked on the weekends, I believe. And it was like a 2 to 10 kind of thing, or 2 to 8. Um, it wasn't the best schedule. Actually, that's how I met my wife. I worked at Walmart, and my wife ended up being hired on like a month later, I believe. And that's how me and her met. And so, what's up? My wife is right next to me. She's not speaking. You can talk. You'll be in the podcast. You don't want to say nothing? You went upstairs? I don't know. We'll have to figure something out after she wakes up. Gas. Oh. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, he has my wife. I know I'm throwing it out. I know. I'm sorry. Um, so I was saying, I worked at Walmart. And then, like, a month later, my wife, my wife now, you know, got hired on, and uh, she worked there, but she worked night shift, so I worked the day shift. And since we're speaking about work, I must, I must speak on how I met my wife through work. Um, so, I was uh, getting ready to leave. I think I was either getting ready to leave or clock in. It was one of the two. I forget which one it is. And, um, you know, when you get hired on, you have to do all the computer work, and, you know, a little test on the computer obviously before you get on the floor I already have done that so I'm going to the back I think it was clocking in and um, I remember seeing her come out from the from the room where we do all the work for the computers all the testing and she walked by me and I just remember seeing her walk by me and I'm like wow like she is beautiful she is beautiful. 
and um, I was just in awe of her. And of course, the first thought that went to my mind was like, there's no way that a girl like that would get with a guy like me. That was my first thought instantly. You know, fast forward about a week or whatever. Um, so I'll call it. I seen her in the break room. And of course, all the guys were trying to talk to her. And she's just trying to find her business, eating her lunch. Very rude out of the other guys, actually. Because I went in there. And I saw she was surrounded by all the guys. So I kind of just like, oh, damn. I'm like, all right. And I left. And then uh, I had a buddy of mine, his name was Jay. And he actually worked with her. He was an older guy, real cool dude. And he worked with her. And um, I remember he uh, was right there. And he's like, hey, man, come here. And so he's like, go get some ice for her. She, she loved ice. She loves the eating ice, like the, the real good ice cubes. The little tiny ones, like circling ones. And so I went to get her a cup of ice, right? And I brought it back. And so I kind of talked to her and asked her name. And, uh, you know, she's like, oh, I'm not going to say my wife's name. <laughs> she, said, she said her name. And um, I was like, oh, you know, nice to meet you. And I was in such awe and like so nervous. I was like, you know, can I buy you anything? Can I buy you candy? Do you want candy? I get you candy. I kept repeating myself. Do you want candy? And I don't know why I wouldn't shut up. But I kept saying it. You want candy? I can get you some candy. And uh, she was like, no. She was like, well, if you want, you could get me a, a cucumber Gatorade. And I was like, you got it, right? You got it. And so that same day, I went to get the cucumber Gatorade. So for the next day, I brought it in. And, you know, I had her, I was like, all right, cool. Like, I got it. I'm like, I'm excited. I put it in the refrigerator in the break room. And uh, I remember being in that room, in the back room working, and she came to the back. She, I didn't know this at the time, but she tells me today that she went back there because she wanted to see me. But at the time, I didn't know like, what she was going through there. But she went through that area on purpose. But it's about to get ruined. She comes through, and then I remember saying, hey, and I said her name, but I said the wrong name. I called her the wrong name. And, oh. Uh, Oh, if there's any chance I had at all, it was gone, right? That's all I thought. I'm like, oh my god, and I felt so freaking bad, so freaking bad, and I wanted to apologize instantly. So then I went up to my boss, like I was getting towards the end of the ship, and I went to my boss. I'm like, hey, um, where does so and so work, right? I'm like, why? I'm like, I need to apologize to her. I called her the wrong name. I gotta apologize, you know, and so. Actually, I, got, I messed up that story completely. My bad. This is where I fired cucumber gator. I'm so sorry, guys. I am so sorry. My wife's gonna get mad at me for messing the story up. Um, I, she takes me to her. I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so freaking sorry. And then that's when I started telling her, let me buy you something. Let me buy you some candy. Can I buy you candy? Like, I could, I could buy you candy if you like. And that's why I wouldn't shut up. So that's totally my fault. I, that's my mess up my fault so that's when she mentioned the Gatorade and that's when I got it the next day right and so I remember towards the end of that night um, I was like damn like 
I felt so bad. So I leave and then the following day, come back at the Gatorade. I told her like, I got your Gatorade in the back. It's there. Cool. I didn't see her no more because I had to work. No, no, I was leaving my bed. I was leaving. And so, uh, fast forward to that night, you know, I see her real quick and I'm talking with Jay and her. And we're just kind of talking. Maybe brought up straight out of Compton about the movie. And I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. And she's like, oh, I've seen it. I'm like, oh, that's what's up. I'm like, we should, I'm like, we should all go see it. I asked her out in the most coward way when I tell you. <laughs> like, most coward way. And um, I was like, oh, you know, we should all go. We should all go check that movie out. And, you know, I had, I'm, Jay had my number. I'm like, AJ, make sure she gets my number, you know? I'm like, if you want my number for him, you can get my number for him. Once again, not shutting up. And I remember like saying, all right, I gotta go. I left. And then not shortly after, I get a text saying, hey, do you know who this is? And I'm like, of course I know who this is. And long story short, we texted most of the damn night. It was funny as hell. I'll never forget it. We went on our first date, right? It was 8.25.15. We saw straight out of Compton. After that, we had in and out And we, we basically... The night, spend the night together. I took her home, and then from that day forward, we made a fish on the 31st of August, and she's been mine ever since. And all because I worked at Walmart, and you know, she's been with me all this time. And so, I know I got way off topic there. I thought that was a little funny story, bring that up, but you know, I guess so. I guess just to say, you never know in this life, you might just meet your love, your, your true love at work. You know what I mean? You might find that 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 one. You know what I mean? Through work. And another thing that just got worse mysterious ways. And so, you know, coming back to work, you know, like I said, just find something that you enjoy, right? There's so many different types of jobs out there for anyone and everyone. You know, um, for a while I wanted to be when I started Twitch full-time streamer I was like I could make it as a full-time streamer like I know I can but there's so much effort you gotta put into that right it's not just to play games <coughs> excuse me and stream there's way more to it than people know like you have to really look at it like a full-time job before it even is a full-time job because if you don't it's, it's not gonna happen for you but see if I really wanted to do it and do that I should have started way, way early at a younger age. I should have started making this attempt at trying to be a full-time streamer. But, you know, what if I did? What if I made it? Oh, I've never met my wife now. And, and that's just, I don't know, life is always mysterious. But, you know, work is just, work is always going to be part of our lives. And we're always all going to have to work. That's just how it, that's just how it is. So make the best of it, you know, with whatever job that you have. If you're not happy at a place, then don't work there. And I know it sounds a lot simpler, you know, to just say it than actually do it. But work where you're going to be happy where, you know, you will have, you know, I don't really know how to put it. Just, you want to work and 
be able to have fun and look forward to coming to work. You want to go to work and like, like not be like, oh God, this place again. You know, you don't want to have that feeling. Right? Because if you're at that point, then yeah, then you're miserable at work. And I had that with my, my, my last job. But granted, I'm in a, like I said, I'm in a wonderful place now, man. I have a, an amazing job, which I love. And I don't have that feeling. I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to work today. Because it, it's such a great environment with, with awesome people that I work with. And, um, yeah, I just, I, I know this is a very weird topic and maybe it's not like expected. And maybe you guys are thrown off probably by this topic and I know I got off topic a little bit with, you know, basically telling you guys how I met my wife. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> that's kind of what you get with this podcast, man. A little odd and weird kind of things. And uh, that's how it's always going to be. And quite frankly, I enjoy this. And for anyone that comes across this, this page, you are awesome. And I hope you have a blessed amazing day no matter what it is that you're doing no matter where you're at in this beautiful world I I wish you nothing but the best going forward in life you know and like I said I'm not trying to get big on here I'm not trying to you know blow up on this platform if I get uh, a little a little uh, if I get like some type of like notice right like hey man like you're even even for one person like i your your podcast odd and weird right yeah (laughs) that'd be freaking amazing the fact that i'm able to do this and have it go post to pop to spotify that in itself is just mind-blowing because that's just so cool it is so freaking cool now it will get better eventually i will find more secluded areas to work it's not as loud around me, which I don't know how this is going to sound. <laughs> I won't know until I hear it, until I hear it back. But just know, man, when you come to this podcast, you, you get a little bit of everything. We'll, we'll speak on one or topic and kind of just discuss that. And then we might just switch up rapidly in between that. Right? Like currently, I'm in my basement. My PlayStation is on. I'm not playing nothing. I'm just on the home screen. As I'm doing this podcast, my daughter is on my phone because she is sleeping. So I have her on my phone so I can make sure she's okay and she's breathing right. You know, we have a sock on her foot that controls, not controls, but it keeps a, it keeps um, the readings on her oxygen level and her, her uh, heart rate. So it lets me know, right? So if she were to wake up right now, I would know instantly because it's on my phone. Instantly. And that's the beauty of this, of doing this podcast right now, is that I'm able to keep eyes on my daughter. I can play games if I really want to right now. And I just discuss anything with you guys. And like I said, to play it back on what I said, that's what you get with a little bit of this podcast, a little odd, a little weird. Right? And I welcome everyone and anyone that wants to check this podcast out. This is fun for me. I thoroughly enjoy this. It's really freaking cool. And, you know, just keep being you, man. Don't ever change from nobody. Keep being you. Keep pushing forward. You got to go out there, man. Go achieve it. (coughs) 
If you're afraid to do something, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail in life. Because if you're afraid to fail in life, then you're not going to move forward in life. And even then, I still have a hard time following that advice myself. Because there have been plenty of moments I've been too scared to do something. And because of it, I haven't gotten to where I need to get. But I'm trying to change that now. At 28 years old, I'm still trying to learn and grow. Still. And all I can do is try to get better every day. And that's the message I sent to everybody out there. Don't ever change nobody. Keep doing you. And that's going to be it for this podcast, man. Thank y'all whoever tune in. Get a little odd and get a little weird. You have a blessed one.